Demystifying Divorce, How to Move Your Process Forward. Hi, I'm Paya Coslow, and I'm here today with Wendy Hayes. I'm a family law attorney, and Wendy is a certified divorce financial analyst. We have put together this podcast to give you helpful information to get started, to prepare for an intentional, effective divorce process. Wendy, we've talked about a number of topics, and today we wanted to focus on child support. Child support is frequently the cornerstone of uh, terms being addressed when uh, there are children in the divorce process. We know that we have state-mandated guidelines, and those guidelines are really contained within a worksheet that we complete. Often there is a fog about the information that's used to calculate child support. We know that we look to the gross monthly income of both parties. We are going to consider extracurricular activities, the cost of health insurance for the children, the cost of dental and vision insurance, if, those, if that insurance is being maintained, in addition to life insurance. And we know that we use this tool as a, this worksheet as a tool, and that's really, it's meant to be a tool to guide us in negotiation. For someone that's self-employed, how should they confirm their income for the child support worksheet? That can actually be rather complicated, Paya. What I often do is look at their tax returns to determine what their gross income from their tax returns is. And then once we determine that, we look at the different types of expenses that are included to get to their net income. And oftentimes we find things that accountants refer to as addbacks, right? So if you were paying your cell phone bill or your car expenses or in health insurance, things like that through your business, that is perfectly legitimate to do so. But if you were a W-2 employee, those things you would have to pay out of your personal pocket for. So we add those things back to a self-employed person's monthly income to get a truer picture of how much they truly make. And what about for someone where their income for the last three years has varied significantly up and down? I typically um, will average their income in a situation like that. And that can go one of two ways, right? So if the income is consistently going up, then you would want to take that into consideration. But if the income is spiking up and down, then you're going to want to take an average of what that looks like. And as we talk about this worksheet, it's important for us to note that uh, there are deviations that can change a child support obligation. We have deviations available for high income earners. We have deviations available for different parenting schedules to include 50-50. And how have you seen those deviations used to impact the negotiation of child support? So I've seen both of those scenarios. In a high-income scenario, typically they're paying based on their percentage of their income. But I also find that there's a great deal of dispute about the extracurriculars and the uncovered medical and things of that nature. So we will come up with something that is acceptable to both parties, and sometimes we put a cap on how much the higher wage earner will have to pay for those things. I also have seen 
private school education be a big issue for people as they're determining what the child support obligations are going to be. And we can get rather creative with that. I have one recent client who has a special needs child that is going to be in a private school for two to three years. So that the higher wage earner will be paying the tuition for the private school. And once they go back into a public school setting, the child support will go up because the education expense will go away. So they were happy with that, that resolution. That's a great, that's a great way to address it. And I think you bring up another great point, which is that not everything has to be included on the worksheet. Because we know with children, they do different things at different times. There are different seasons, literally in their life. And sometimes they have greater expenses or less expenses related to their activities. The activities vary. We can decide off the worksheet that the parents will divide the extracurricular expenses by a certain percentage. And then the person that is paying child support knows they're only paying for activities that are actually taking place. Correct. And that's another great option and way to to deal with that. Absolutely. So if we had to talk about three takeaways to, to address child support, I'd say one is that child support is not just for food, clothing, and expenses. And that's a hard thing for a parent that has a 50-50 schedule to understand, why would I have a child support obligation if I have my child 50% of the time? And we try and help them understand that that is to give the children comparable homes while they're with both parents. And then to be able to maintain their lifestyle as well, which includes all of their extracurricular activities and sometimes ongoing medical expenses as well. Definitely. And I think our second takeaway is that the worksheet is a tool and it's not black and white. It's intended to be used as a tool for negotiation, but there are other considerations and we have to use it and put numbers in the right place, but be able to go off the worksheet to address the real reality of both parents' circumstances. And to that, um, the third takeaway is that there are some expenses that might not be included on the worksheet that might be addressed off the worksheet, such as the division of extracurricular activities and payment for uncovered medical expense and potentially private school. And those can become complicated pieces that, that people get stuck on. But to continue to focus on being open to the possibility of of resolution in those areas and being creative. Yes, I think being creative in those scenarios is, is the cornerstone there. If you'd like more information from us on a topic, we would love to hear from you so we can craft future podcasts. Please contact us. My contact information is at coslola.com. And I am at mitchellhayes.net. Thank you.